on this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast. You know what? I'm I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, it's just straight, nearly an hour of random talk. It is, however, all wrestling themed. Please enjoy. Oh hey, I didn't see you there, but since you clicked that button, I guess you know you're listening to the Quick Pop Podcast. I am your host Jake. With me, as always, with Ace and Ronchi Ron. What's up, fellas? I am uh, not. I am the not stalker Ace, unlike how Jake kind of sounded there for a minute. Wait. Oh, hey. There, there, there's hey. a stalker present. Well, hey. you got Jake over here being like, "Hey, I see uh, you walk down this alley." Uh, no, about he, you... he's just doing some ASMR stuff. Like, how oh, I oh, okay. I can hear the ASMR. Hold on. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get with this real quick. Why is it that ASMR immediately sounds like you're stalking someone? When you stalk someone, normally you're supposed to be quiet. There isn't any noise when you stalk someone. Exactly. Trust so me, so when you I know wait a minute. I watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for adding that last little caveat. I had to say from that one i was like i love how i was just doing a goofy intro that has now turned into this huge conversation of whether or not i was trying to stalk our audience or or not i think my Um, favorite part was the fact that uh ron had to quote unquote defend himself there for a minute he 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 had to defend himself from from my intro right that's not where i was i'm sorry wait how does that hold on how does that change anything? Uh, um, if you were at Stalkers Anonymous, uh, it'd be fine. Look, it's situational football, okay? Hey, hey, this is a safe room. Ace, no judgment. Let Ron say what he needs to say. Yeah, this is let his, me say this, what I need to say. This is his truth about my intro. Is that it scares me. I, I feel a certain type of way every time he talks like that. Yeah, I know that feel. Ooh, and, and 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 Ron, what type of way would that be? Like, how do you how do you really feel? Uh, we could uh find out that and more on a dirty pop. On or yes, on dirty pop, there's already a a nice fire lit, some Marvin Gaye, circa circa 1978 plane. Yo, a nice. Nice. I think somewhere in this uh, okay. we were going to talk about we'll wrestling. I will officially stop seducing the audience, and we will Thank go you. into wrestling because, ladies and gentlemen, wrestling Twitter, you need to calm down. You need, you need to, to calm, calm down. It sounds like down. Somebody hit the Taylor Swift song. We can't afford it. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me wait, wait. Which it. one? Because I know plenty. It's the you need to calm down. That one. That's what I'm referencing. Oh. Come on, Ron. You're usually with me on these things. Dude, I was thinking trouble. I knew you were. <laughs> I can't even continue that. Thank you. Oh. Okay. So now that we've talked about everything else but wrestling, I'm going to start. Okay. Wrestling Twitter. I understand you've been watching wrestling for a while. Please realize that you are watching a TV show. Yes, they are doing athletic stuff. This is not a sporting event. Let's stop trying to act like it is. I will uh, rewind back to something that happened after our podcast. Um, Andrade got popped for illegal substances and is now now, uh, gone for 30 days. Okay? We all had a conversation on whether or not he should have dropped the title or not. 
understandable conversation. You know, should the guy that just popped drop the title on that? That's fine. Internet. Why are we having a conversation of how WWE is mistreating Andrade? He failed a test. No matter what company he's with, he would be suspended for 30 days. I don't care if it's WCW, AEW, TNA, Impact, Glory Pro. I don't care what you can make up. If he's in the Rainbow Wrestling Alliance, he would be suspended for 30 days. This is not a mistreatment of talent. This This is what happens. Are you Googling Rainbow Wrestling Alliance? Yeah, hang on. Let's see what we got. Anyway, go ahead and continue. Okay, that might I was be a risky know. click, sir. Hold on. Well, we're gonna <laughs> safe search. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, always turn on your safe search. Always keep it on. Oh, there's a roster. But la- ladies and gentlemen, for the sake of, I just want to know, unsafe search that and just tell me what you find. I don't need pictures. I just want to know what you find. You okay. can send. You can send those pictures and more on Twitter at Ace of Spades card. There, well, don't worry yes. about it because there's there's not there's a rock star wrestling alliance, but there's not a rainbow. Everything wrestling. that guys, did I just find our billion dollar wrestling idea? Yeah, rainbow wrestling alliance. Who's in? Uh, I, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm in. Uh, put me in. Put God, me in. Ron, you. Ron, you always usually agree with all my wackadoo ideas without hesitation. Why did you hesitate? There was some strong. I don't know. There was some strong hesitation. Was there like, was some strong hesitation. Uh, Man, yeah, just, I mean, mm. I don't I even had to feel... think about it for a second. <laughs> That's the point. Okay. Anyway, but back to my thing is so like that is not like it would happen everywhere. So I see all these tweets about like, oh, he should go to AEW where they will respect him and they're this guys. He popped. A drug test. Yeah. And they're letting him keep the title. Like, I don't know what... I mean, you're saying he's, he's mistreated. He's one of the best treated person who's broken the wellness policy things. Short of, like, yeah, Roman li- Reigns. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Literally, him and Roman has been the best treated. Because Bobby Roode, guys, if you don't f- remember, he was teaming with Ziggler. And he just fell off the place of the er- face of the earth. They didn't even bother making a statement about he failed anything or anything. They're just like, yeah, forget about that guy. He'll come back when he comes back. Yeah. I mean, it's like this is not a thing. And then on top of that, because he's dating Charlotte, once again, dumb people on the Internet. It's like, oh, since we're talking about mistreating Andrade, let's talk about Charlotte. And I actually saw people being like, yeah, they haven't done anything with Charlotte in six months. She'd be well more suited to go to AEW. No, she wouldn't. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They haven't done anything with her in six months. Did she? I think she just won this big deal. Dude, dude, this tweet that I read was literally not before the Royal Rumble. It was after the Royal Rumble. That makes it even worse. Like, I, so people are going to have their opinions. Like, there's the. There's a crowd out there that anytime WWE makes what they consider a mistake, they very much are like, "Oh, well, that means they're going to, you know, AEW or whatever." Like that that's, that crowd just exists. Uh, yes. But at the same time, like at a certain point, you have to step back and realize, like, okay, yes, sometimes it's a legitimate thing. Uh, if for some reason. <sighs> Humberto Carrillo came back and they literally were just like, Oh, hey, welcome back. You're gonna drop you're gonna job again. Yeah, that you could start saying like 
hey, maybe you should, you know, look elsewhere because they obviously don't really care. Uh, but this is not that moment. Saying Charlotte Flair hasn't done anything. She just won the Royal Rumble. I don't really know. She just won the Royal Rumble. She's on track to being the most decorated uh, women's champion in WWE history. And, okay, listen, I, I'm a steadfast person that I tell anyone when they're like, oh, who do you like? I like Rumble. I watch WWE, I watch uh, AEW, I watch ROH, I watch New Japan. That's probably already too much for me to keep up with, but damn it, I try to watch some other stuff too. But I just like wrestling. Yeah. So I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, I hope this person goes here, I hope this person goes here. Don't get me wrong. If a guy I really liked in WWE decides to go to AEW, sweet. I get to see him versus a bunch of people I haven't seen him fought before. That's awesome. But I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I heard AJ didn't like this one storyline. Probably going to AEW. No, no. He has a contract for another two years. So probably not going to even consider that for another two years. But just, I just, I don't understand. But like, and another thing is, here's the thing. I love AEW. I love you, AEW. You're good. Your women's division is not a show stopper. It like just... It's not even a show. It hits the brakes. It hits the brakes. Um, Riho is not even there that much. I'm sorry, Riho, here, here's the thing. How do you hate Brock Lesnar, but then you love Riho? It's the same situation. She won the title and now very rarely, uh, very rarely shows up. And then she always wins. She is a tiny, tiny Asian Brock. And, and Chris Statlander, you just added her. She, I, I like Chris Statlander. She's good. Same. You added uh, Shauna. Uh, I really see a big upside to her. They just need to do more with her. But I mean, they just got her, so you know, I get it. They're, big they're growing. Big swole, big swole, yeah, dude. I uh, when I saw her in a tag match in dark, uh, when uh, me and Ace went to AW Nashville, she yeah. just absudes charisma. So like, I think once you get a mic in her hand and she can like, because if she can even talk half as much as she just has that charisma i think she'll go places but my point is is this is they have a lot of pieces that they are building on and that's fine but don't sit there and tell me that charlotte flair making millions of dollars multiple time women's champion has won uh now just won the royal rumble is going to be in a big time match at main event again would be better suited to go to aew so they can quote unquote know how to use her you know how they would use her if they had Charlotte Flair? She would just steamroll that entire division. Because, I, once again, I love AEW. There is very few of those girls that right now, if you put her in a match with Charlotte Flair, I don't think Charlotte Flair wouldn't just wrestle circles around them. Well, and she another thing would. is, what would happen is, that, like, and I respect AEW, so like, I don't think it would be guaranteed like this. But more than likely, what would happen is they'd go, "Oh, we have flair. Let's let's use that to our advantage, and let's say like we have a flair now." Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, well, I mean, because TNA didn't... did. Well, what? I, but yeah. but to be fair though, they like they had a flair to begin with. What I mean yeah, is I know, like you, like remember when but like you, flair. You know I'm saying like when she when she first came up, it wasn't like a oh we had there's this new good women's wrestler. It was oh hey look it's Ric Flair's daughter. Hey everybody, Ric Flair's daughter is 
wrestling. Did you know Ric Flair's daughter won the championship? Did you know Ric Flair's daughter is wrestling at WrestleMania? Ric Flair's daughter is going to be in the first ever women's main event. Yeah. Like, I mean, they made sure you knew his name to the point that the way Vince sometimes drops uh, the dual names to one name, I was seriously contemplating, are they just going to call her Flair? Like, oh, look, Flair's coming to the ring. That way, you know, if you just hear that, you'd look, you're like, oh, it's Rick Rowling? Oh, no, no, it's that girl. That's his daughter. Well, I just worry it'd be a TNA situation where they're like, oh, we've got Flair, so let's use Flair. True. Yeah, no, I mean, they would definitely do that. I mean, hands down. Which, here's the thing is, also, why wouldn't you? Well, yeah, no, I mean, that's Um, just it, though. Like, Yeah, but I just... I just... The internet has become, uh, especially social media, a very stupid place. And it has become. Okay, we've been you're, you're, stupid. No, no, no. In the MySpace days, you we were, were stupid, but a different kind of stupid. Yeah. You were correct. Well, it's, it's okay. I, I'll, I'll even take out just social media in general. It's just wrestling Twitter. It's because everyone, like, kind of now, wink, wink, nod, nod, we know what it is. But there's still uh, aspects of the business that I don't think people fully understand. And another thing is the fact that some people stay in character on their Twitter account. I really don't think people understand that. Like um, Lana? Because, do what? Like Lana? No, like well, Lana? I genuinely, like... I genuinely believe Lana is a bag of poop head. See? See? You're, you're the problem, Ron. I'm just kidding. I genuinely, <laughs> be- I genuinely Ron... believe it. I'm not the problem. Lana's the problem. Ron, I'm just kidding. I love you. There's a fire going. There's a fire going. Ryan. I got some Ryan. I got some Marvin Gaye. Did you see where I was? And I promise, and I, I promise, like and I promise, this is not an alleyway rape situation. It sounds this like one. Ah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like one, Ace. God. See, Ace is giving me a complex, Here's everybody. Now I think my sexy voice is my rape voice. Look, I'm, I'm falling for you. Here's the thing. I didn't say it again. You were the one that brought it up. So I'm just saying projection. Yeah, you insinuated it. I You have a tone. No, I, didn't even get, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, Ace, but you have a tone. Hold on. You have a tone. So the part where you were talking, and only yeah. you were talking, Yeah. somehow I had a tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard you breathe. You're the problem. I, I, you, I heard you, there's a tone there. You're the problem. <laughs> I'm the problem. I am the quick pop reigning, defending, undisputed champion. I have no problems. Hey, hey, we've talked about with, the fact that you nice... can't say undisputed because there's been multiple times where it's been under dispute. Yeah, but right now it is not. Currently, I am undisputed. Next month, I That's mean. That's not how like that works. Weeks, you we'll can't. See. We'll see. We'll see. You can't just stop being disputed. Like, oh, well, this time around, I didn't lie and hey, cheat. Hey, 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 hey. If you taught me one thing, it's champ does champ thing. So I am undisputed. I didn't teach like you that. That's, a, that's unfortunately a natural built-in thing. I am undisputed There's like the There's nothing unfortunate about that. There's nothing unfortunate about knowing what a champ does. Hey, Ron, I don't want to be that guy. But I'm going to be that guy for a minute because you want to take Jake's side. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Season three. How many championships have you won? Half. Half of what? Half of one? Half of a championship? Bravo. Championship. Bravo. Hey, hey, speaking of that, um, since I am the current Quick Pop champion, just in case people don't know, that's when you uh, pick the winners of matches, and I am amazing at it. Like, I mean, I should be a booker. I'm that freaking awesome yeah i mean you got times by the way you got the four times you got the men's uh you predicted wwe 
anyone could do that except me. <laughs> okay, anyway, I, I don't want to side with him. I'm sorry, I got sidetracked, guys. I had a point. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so before we get back to talking about wrestling, I was wondering. So, um, I I, I noticed, uh, you know, we've done some videos now, Pop, um, and documentaries seem to be all the rage on Netflix. Hey, Ace, uh, how hard do you think it would be to just get a camera to follow me around so I can let everyone see the glory that is me as champion? I don't know. You know am I like month to month, am I allowed to bring a gun or me? not? Do what? Am I allowed to bring a gun or not? Uh, that is definitely a no. Oh, uh, well, then it's going to be really um, hard. I mean, wait, I did. Is this going to be some sort of Selena thing where, like, like say Jake is uh, Selena and you're like the. Uh, the fan club and then you shoot shoot them outside of a motel or something no i'm just gonna you know i have always deep down inside had a theory that ace was the head of my fan club i'm like he says he wants to beat me but it's just because he's a mark and so he wants to beat you know the guy that he loves you're on crack i'll say you i'll say you said uh yeah, he's a mark. He's a mark for Jake. Yeah, yeah. You set Ron That's off. Absolutely I, I, ludicrous. I appreciate you setting uh, Ron Ronathan off. Okay. And while he we are, said, he said it so casually, though. He said today on I, anyway. I, I have killed Ron. Today on anyway, uh, <laughs> it can be done. However, you're gonna do it, like just yourself. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! Are you telling me I? Oh, so you're telling me you won't do it? So I have to direct, produce, and create this. If you if, look, God bless you. If you Deal. do it and you edit it and you give me the final, uh, you know, product, I'll I'll put it up. Oh, sir, 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 sir. But considering how I, I had to remind you, you, Jacob, blank check. That's not very. No, I, I, uh, I basically dared Jake to do work. Is what I did. Oh, I think I think you are going to regret this. It doesn't. Wrote him a blank check. It man. does not hurt me one bit. Oh, you say that now until you see how you are portrayed in said documentary. I, you know what, Jake. I'm just saying, if, Ace. If now Ace is not Kermit the Frog. I no. I'm gonna petition. I'm gonna throw this out here. If I'm okay, not Ace, Kermit the Frog, Ace. Ace. I. <laughs> okay, now you're Kermit the Frog. Um, Ace. Mm, I just want you to know, you, you just champ. made me writer, director, and producer. So there will be reenactments of how I got onto this podcast mm. and how uh, I became champion for the first few times. Is it something to and, do with a back alley? Yeah, you're, you're you're not involved. You get to watch, but you're not involved. Oh, you will not be involved in this reenactment. I am not at all, like, worried. First things first, you are Kermit the Frog. Second things I'm gonna second. Make sure that the, I'm, I'm going to make sure that, that the puppet is very short. Second things second, yes. Jake. I, You're going to be looking up at me the whole time. Jake. Let's see, what else is going to happen? J Jake. Um, Jake. Yes? I bought you a yes. mic to record podcasts. How many podcasts ah. have you recorded? Ah. Exactly. None. I'm not worried. Jake, when I told you you should record a podcast because I had already set up your audacity exactly how you needed it, did you record a podcast? 
I may I recorded five of them. You just haven't heard. I mean, the, the only reason you haven't heard Jake, of them is because my girlfriend, my my girlfriend in, from Canada, girlfriend? I, I sent them to her. She hasn't sent them back to you. Jake, I know you're. That's married. the only reason. What? Jake, how many podcasts? Jake, how many uh, podcasts have you? Uh, how many uh, podcasts have you, you done? Appleton? No, 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 no. The the, the province of Gigachuan. Oh, Gigachuan? Yeah, yeah. See, see, Ron has heard of it. Jake, yeah. have you, Jake, have you? Yeah, that's where it? Shelley lives. Jake, I know, I know you. I know you're married. So if this is some like weird confession that you're gonna do here on air, uh, let's uh, let's cut this part. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm gonna stop being a tough guy for a second. No one let my wife listen. To this. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. No one. No, no one let her listen to this. That uh, that won't go too well for me. <laughs> it, it'll go well it's, for me. It's well, the, guys, she's a third degree black belt. It won't go well for me. Jake, it's not going well for you now. <sighs> you okay, back to the internet. There is one way you could fight a third degree black belt. Run? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that is no, exact. That's the no. goal. Let's let's bring it back to what? rest. Guys, guys, why do you this think I do half marathon? Surprise why do you think I do half marathon? Surprise, Surprise roll up. That's the only way I win. Surprise roll up. I here's uh, here, here, no, here's how I imagine that going down. You like try to surprise roll up her and hold her for three seconds and you're like, I win and then she just like roundhouse kicks you in the face. Oh no, no, no. My, my wife and loves like, the arm bar. It's like no, she, what? She, she loves the arm bar. So I'd be like, Surprise roll up, she just give me an arm over and be like Break it. I'll back up. She just punched you. Just call it a day. Yeah, she probably just punched me in the penis. Yeah. And then, like. Oh, what? And then I leave, like, her. some calling card of, like, her necklace or something. <laughs> yeah, something. Something. Okay, I can't. I can't. Oh, we're going on a tangent. <laughs> you opened this up. You opened this up. Ladies and gentlemen, I this is the quick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the quick pop, not about wrestling this week podcast. Um, Let's get back on wrestling because the internet, you get some more yelling at. Also, internet, you've been a bad boy. Internet, you've been a bad boy. We gotta go back on you. So, okay, Edge comes back for the Royal Rumble. Everyone's happy about this, right? Yes. Everyone likes this. Yes. Where are you going with this? So then, at the end of uh, at the end of a good old Raw, uh, Edge comes out. You know, basically announces, "Hand back." I'm almost 50 years old, and I don't know how long this will last, right? Yeah. So then, Orton comes out and ends it with a surprise RKO and a concerto, and Edge is carted off in an ambulance, right? Yeah. Yeah, why is the internet saying WWE that's the worst booking ever? Because it made Edge look weak. He is almost 50 years old, guys. He hasn't had a match in over nine years, and he gets jumped by a guy and beaten with the chip that doesn't make him look weak. My favorite part that is that it makes him look weak. It's like, okay, would you have rather like him get beat up by Brock so it doesn't look like he's weak? Like, it's a oh, no, surprise they, they, RKO. You know, you know they'd be that because then they'd be like, oh, Brock Lesnar takes out everybody. Burr, 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 I'm unhappy. Like, it, internet, for the love of God, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. If you're complaining about all the things that I'm talking about, Maybe you don't like wrestling, and that's okay. It's not for everyone. Just for the love of God, either watch it or don't. Like, I understand complaining stuff. We have a podcast. 
I complain. I'm complaining about you right now. But there's a difference between constructive criticism and understanding dynamics of what this show actually is and just being like, mm, the guy like got beat up. That's terrible writing. No, it's not. Because in a competitive uh, storyline-driven uh, television show, not even going to call it a sport for this conversation, like, that happens. Your guy, sometimes he's going to get beat up. Sometimes he's going to lose. Sometimes he's going to be champion. Sometimes he's going to lose the freaking title. Let's, I mean, Brock I understand Lesnar. cheering for your guy. That's fine. But don't tell me it's bad booking because the guy you like got beat up. Unless oh, it just Lesnar. came back and got beat up. Yeah. It happens. I mean, how else would you get him, get him into a feud? He's clearly come back as a face. So you're not going to just have like Edge come out and jump somebody on his comeback yeah, tour. And, so how else and, would you like him to have a feud? Oh, I agree. And also, like, I understand this happened before his contract came up. But even before we found out some of the details of his contract, I think if you thought Edge was back back like Daniel Bryant... I'm sorry, you need to get checked into a mental hospital because Edge came back from a career-ending injury just like Daniel Bryant and just like Shawn Michaels, but he also came back way later in his life. So it is hard to tell me that I think he's 48, I want to say is what he said, um, but still, like, I'll, we'll just go with that number. But still, a 48-year-old coming back from a career-ending injury, nope, he's back permanently. He's going to be here every week on Raw. He's going to wrestle most of those weeks and pay-per-views and all this. No! No, he's not! So you let somebody jump him so he can get off television so you know, okay, we're heading to him and Rand, but uh, we had to get Edge off TV because he ain't going to be on TV every week. All because. Right. Edge is going. Edge basically got a Brock Lesnar contract. He will be around for big for big events, and that's it. He oh. will just be be bopping in and out. Although to be fair, if anybody deserves a quote Brock Lesnar contract, it's, it's me. Well, yes, uh, but but also Edge. Yeah. No. Agreed. I mean, he fought back from this injury. Um, he. But before that injury, I mean. He is numerous time tag champion, numerous time intercontinental, numerous. He is, is he promo wise is done great promos and great storyline. Do what is he in the hall yet? Yes, he's in the hall. He actually, I think, went in one year or two years after said injury because his last match was against Alberto Del Rio at WrestleMania 27. Uh, and I want to say it was either 28 or 29. He went. I think it, I think it was the year after. Yeah, I think you're correct because I think they put him in very early yeah. because it was one of those things to where it's like, hey, we're sorry this happened to you, so here's a Hall of Fame. Which Not that a... he didn't deserve it, but you know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. reason he went in so early. But, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I don't understand because some of the people like complaining about these things, they've watched wrestling as long as me or at least, like, you know, a good portion of time, it's like, did you never understand that this is a television show? Did you never understand that there has to be rises and falls in the hero's story? Like, the hero won't always win. That's the truth. Uh, I mean, yeah, and the villain won't always win. But depending... I was just about to say that. Um, oh, speaking of my rant... Okay, hold on, Thomas. I, sidebar on, on uh, all my ranting and yelling at the end. So, earlier this week, when Jonathan Cornelius Cena decided to say 
that Brock Lesnar was the greatest in-ring performer he's ever been in with. Now, keep in mind, Cena has wrestled Triple H, Kurt Angle, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, um, The Rock, CM Punk. Who actually you know, said that was... that's on uh, the backstage or whatever it's called. Uh, CM Punk actually said that's who he most misses and remembers working with was uh, Cena. Oh, yes, yes, he does. He actually said Cena was one of his favorite dance Yep. Because uh, they asked him what his favorite match was, which actually, once he said what his favorite match is, I haven't done it yet, but I want to go back and watch that Raw. Um, because it was apparently the Raw going into WrestleMania 28, where, uh, you know, they were basically leading to Rock uh, Cena 2, and Punk and him, uh, Cena, had a match to see who was going to face the Rock. And apparently, Punk had the flu, which no one knew at the time. Yeah. And so it was like a complete flu match. Uh, and yeah, I want to go back and watch that because, yeah, he was talking about that. But yep. anyway, so what do y'all think about Cena saying that Brock Lesnar is the greatest? Uh, Mixed. I don't actually feel like. I don't know. I, I guess I'm very mixed on that because on the one hand, fine, you do you like, uh you know, if that's who you personally enjoyed being with, like to each his own, I guess, in that regard. Uh, I'm not going to say he's one of the best in-ring performers, but if John enjoyed working with him, then so be it. Um, yeah. So it's like, it, it's kind of getting into, like, they asked John Cena his opinion. And I'm sure he had other great matches, but, you know, maybe his opinion was that's the one he liked. Yeah, I do also find it very interesting um, that just like whenever you talk to actual wrestlers at like what their favorite insert thing is, favorite opponent, favorite match, favorite segment, whatever, whatever, because it's always funny that there's always like these matches that fans look back as, oh, this was this epic thing. But very rarely when you talk to the wrestlers and like, you know, they're not being a character, they're just being themselves. Do they usually say those like epic ones like 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 uh you were talking about earlier with the CM Punk like he literally was talking about one of his favorite matches of all time was it just a match on Monday Night Raw right you know and like everyone else would have been like oh the money in the bank where you left with the title or oh WrestleMania where you and Jerick faced for the title or you know and they would name these like really big matches but it's always funny to me that like wrestlers tend to I mean I get you know I mean it makes sense you know if if you're the guy doing different different to you. Yeah. So, but it's always funny to me that it always seems to be smaller matches that uh that seems to mean more to them. Well, because I mean, it could have uh, been personal to them, like yeah. Well, like Punk basically said, like the reason that he loved it so much was he considered it like hit like how Jordan had the flu game that was a flu match. Like you know, he did it. It ended up being very good, and he did it with the flu, feeling like crap, but like having to like push through it, and so that's the reason it meant so much to him. Right. Which makes sense. Um, but to go back to the uh, subject about Brock Lesnar, see, here's the thing. I do. N- I am not what you would call a Brock Lesnar fan. For the most part, usually really big. <laughs> I know. What'd who, you say? I know who is. Oh yeah, no, uh, <laughs> Nell Star, uh, Brock Lesnar. In fact, today and or tomorrow, um, if anyone listening to this just wants to tweet at him, uh, pictures of Brock Lesnar gifts of brock lesnar um let him know that brock lesnar is thinking about him please do so 
um it would make my day it would make ace's day and hopefully with uh something that he should be getting in the mail soon it will just make that day extra special <laughs> he'll think there's a conspiracy is what he'll think he will and it will be amazing um god man why haven't we been trying to get like hashtag uh have Brock tweet it now, like going because you know Brock doesn't months. naturally he tweet. Wouldn't. And I mean, uh, we were we were on that campaign for the longest time to get uh, Kevin Owens to yeah. unblock him. I feel like yeah. we get one Twitter campaign, and that was <laughs> that was it. We get one success. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, but uh, so uh, like I was saying about Brock, man, we're tangent crazy today, folks. Um, but yeah, like so, I, I I never have been a bit like the big guys in wrestling, like the really like oversized giant monsters and stuff. I've never usually been a big fan of any of those wrestlers. Um, like I mean, some I appreciate, but never like a huge fan. Um, so I've never been a huge fan of Brock. I I, I see the upside, like business wise, I get it. Like he's a monster. He looks like a monster after being in the NFL. Yeah, um, after being in the NFL and MMA and all that other stuff like he is the guy that like brings legitimacy he looks like he could beat the crap out of people he can beat the crap out of people I get it it's just for me with the way that they booked him which I get the way that they make it him but it just felt boring to me mm-hmm. um, to a point where it wasn't like oh I'm booing you it's like I'm boring. I'm booing you because they only they they only book you to come every once in a while to make me boo you, and then your matches are like five minutes long, and so that's not entertaining to me. Um, and like I said, I, I hell the Royal Rumble that I understand Brock just kind of threw people out, but he just kind of threw people out for over half an hour, you know, for about thirty or forty minutes, something like that. But, like, that proved that, oh, look, Brock can still go for longer than five, ten minutes. They're not having those short matches because, oh, we don't want to gas Brock. They're having those short matches because they are making the creative decision to be like, oh, we need to make all these matches Brock smash. Yeah. And so the longer Brock stays around and the more that I see he can do more than they're – not necessarily then they're letting him because that's kind of wrong because I know he does have some creative input too, but just that he can do more. I kind of am getting more of a Roman Reigns feeling toward Brock, which is I don't hate you. Um, I hate what they are doing to you. They right. tried to shove Roman down our throats as, oh, you're going to like him. You have to like him. This is the next Hulk Hogan. It's the next John Cena. He's the guy. And it's like, no, stop. Let, let, let me cheer for who I want to cheer for and let the guy happen organically. And Brock just seemed like the person that's like, oh, you're going to hate him. He's going to be this monster that you just want to see toppled. And after a while, it's like, I'm just, I want somebody to beat him because I'm bored with him. Not because it's like, God, can you, who can beat him? I'm not saying who can beat him. I'm saying I'm just bored. And I want somebody else to have the title because I'm tired of this, this, this boring style of match. Would you like to chime in on your thoughts on Brock, uh, Ronathan? Um, I, I agree. I, I don't really have any differing opinion, to be honest. I think I the, agree. I think the thing that makes Brock the trickiest to, like, 
I don't know. I, I wouldn't say the trickiest to criticize, but just like you look at the way he's booked, he he has to have a mouthpiece because he's not him. He's not the original Brock who uh, his whole thing was on the band. Yes, management. No, uh, like he spoke. He answered with his like fist, and I'm gonna fight. That's gonna be my answer. Because yeah, that's still kind of technically what he does. But like back in the day, there was a more legitimacy to him because like they heavily pushed that. You know, oh, he's former national like wrestling champion, and everything he's doing is more like kind of like amateur wrestling backgroundy and such. Uh, now it's just like, oh, he's he's the beast because he conquered uh, MMA and now he's back to conquer WWE and yada yada yada. So it's it's a different like mentality that they're saying like this is this is what we like about Brock. This is who Brock is versus what he was before he left. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, in the old in the old days, you could hate Brock, but like. When Brock wrestled, it was like, wow, you know, he still, I mean, he still has the same five moves of doom. Uh, that... Oh my gosh. What? My head just exploded. Okay. You, you continue what you were about to say. And then after you do that, I'm ready to blow everyone away. Well, now I just want you. Now I just want to be blown yeah, away. No, yeah, no, 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 no. There is no stopping there. Just tell us. Yeah. Okay. Blow us away. Okay. So here's how we could fix Brock Lesnar. Oh lord. Okay. He loses against the Fiend. Okay. Brock Lesnar goes back in time. Uh, you you had me there, but. And he becomes the shooting star pressing uh, amateur wrestling wheeling dealing son of a gun with the mariachi band and the sombrero doing the hoochacha and no Paul Heyman. He starts working more and more shows. Let's fix Brock Lesnar. Let's set him up with the fiend. And I'm pretty sure he'll have a good match. He'll have a good time. Okay, if we're going to do this, then what I demand is that we don't bring back a younger boy. No. What we do is we bring back the New Day's time machine, and we have Brock go in it, and then we have an entire segment of current, an entire episode of Raw of current Brock Lesnar going back and doing just random wacky Brock Lesnar things like the mariachi band and all this stuff. But he thinks he's in the past, but Paul Heyman is in the present. So Paul Heyman's like, Brock, what are you doing? Brock, why are you dancing? Brock, stop it. No, no, even better yet. So, so the fiend takes on Paul Heyman. Okay. No, I'm with you. Keep going. Keep going. Right? No, that's it. Yes, no, that's magic. Um, yeah. But if that happens, I need uh, Paul Heyman in like an RVD singlet. Yes. Yes, Paul Heyman has to be in the RVD singlet. I, I, 
just see, ladies and gentlemen, and you wonder why. Time? Book, book us. You wonder why they won't book us? Because we say this on the podcast, and now here in six months, it'll happen on the show. You're welcome. Uh, if, is, is that really how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Have you not paid attention to that? Like, we said, me or you says random podcast, and then it just ends up on Fandango the Fandango for a WWE champion. Okay. Come on now. Come on now. He's not even on a show where he can. Fandango for WWE champion. Baby steps. Fandango for NXT champion. Wait, why do you? Okay, hold up. Now, now I'm getting rather peeved. Do you think that the NXT championship is lesser than the WWE championship? No, I think he's on NXT, so he has a better chance. Okay, Show is, is all. Is he really on NXT? Yes, the uh, the fashion police are on NXT. Oh, um, my bad, my bad. That that's on me. I, I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, I've, I've long since checked out, so. So, yeah, y'all continue on with your insanity. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. We can hear background noise, Ace. Did we make a baby cry? Yes. The fact that we, so, Ace, I'm sorry, I just want to, uh, for an audience to recap, uh, Ron mentioned a Fandango should be WWE champion. I said no, he should be NXT champion, and it made a child weep. Yeah. There's a baby crying over the fact that it believes that there may be a world where Fandango is champion, and it wants no part of this reality. That is correct. Or just, okay. you know, you just hear something so, like, ridiculously stupid that you're just, your mind can't comprehend it, and you do nothing but weep. Ron, you made a baby weep. Uh, it's not the first time. It definitely won't be the last. And there's, and there's the back alley thing again. <laughs> and on that, everyone, thank you for joining the quick podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, but seriously, uh, I can I? I'll just be honest. I you were like, uh, I'm gonna blow your mind, and I was like, okay, cool. You were like, Brock Lesnar loses to the Fiend, and I was like, cool. Don't know how that works because they're champions on their respective brands, but okay, I'm down. Let's see where this goes. And then you took a a, a turn, and that's when I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Like I was, I was genuinely, I was genuinely ready for for the mind blow, and and when you started, I was like, oh okay, well you know they're definitely that, that, that was a mind blow. they're definitely oh, on. Uh, say this. Oh, uh, Brock Lesnar fa- t- takes on the Fiend, and Brock Lesnar dies. Yeah, sure, because you know. Oh, that, yeah. that's really not helping. Like. Your, your kid really likes Brock Lesnar. Well, you said Man, die. Your kid is a bro- hey. hey. How I said you're a mark for me. Your kid is a mark for Brock Lesnar, bro. Uh huh. <gasps> oh, you gonna take that baby face? Well, apparently I am. I mean, all all, all facts or all truth and logic point to his kid like Lesnar and doesn't like that we're talking bad about him. It's pretty uh, pretty straightforward. Pretty pretty straightforward stuff. Anyway, I finished my painting. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Glad, glad, glad we had that validation. Uh, so the the upcoming thing is uh, 
is Superstar Showdown or whatever. And I know that y'all typically, almost, well, almost completely, do not watch the Saudi shows. Um, do you see that ever changing, or is this like an on-site kind of thing? You're saying, do I think I will ever watch a Saudi show? Yeah. Maybe. Like, I'm not saying, um, like, it has to be this one, but it's just something that I've been curious yeah, about. Um, I, I could see that change. Um, my main thing was just, uh, it wasn't even the first Saudi show, it was the, uh, the second one. Just the timing of the show with things that happened, um, I thought to do that one. Because I even, I think I've said it on this podcast, is I think if they would have not done that show, but then went back the next year, I would have been like, you know what? I get it. You have a contract. You're making a lot of money. It all makes sense. I just think it's in bad taste to do a show then, you know? Um, and I've kind of just since then really not watched the Saudi shows just because I feel like it's a WrestleMania card, but a ho- with house show outcomes. And it wasn't until this last Saudi show with The Fiend winning the title um that the saudi shows ever felt like they meant anything so yeah i mean i can see what you're saying there yeah so maybe um the fact that they're doing uh ricochet versus brock lesnar the saudi show really interests me um because as we've talked about before on this podcast it's obvious that brock likes smaller opponents because when it makes him look stronger because he can just ragdoll him but then two also um it's it just makes for a good like underdog comeback yeah um and then like oh is this guy actually going to beat brock now it's going into wrestlemania they're not stopping the brock versus drew mcintyre train but i'm down with them giving ricochet a shot at a heavyweight title um to kind of see how that looks you know yeah i don't think he has a shot at winning but i think because if you remember at this spot uh, a few years ago is when they first gave Dean Ambrose a shot at the heavyweight title against Triple H, and he lost. But that was kind of a, okay, the fans are behind this guy, and he did a good match with Triple H. Okay, uh, not right now, but maybe down the line we put the strap. And I think that's what this could be for Ricochet, is this could be a, okay, he's not beating Brock, he's not going to face Drew, but... Let's see what we got here with this guy. Let's see what he looks like in a heavyweight title match against thinking, Brock Lesnar. I would say, are you thinking this is like a litmus test to see if like yes. he can go forward? I, I yes, I think this is a litmus test to see one. Okay, how do you look against Brock? But then two, also to be like, can you and Brock make this entertaining enough that Vince likes it, the audience likes it, this, that, and the other, and then. Okay, well then after that maybe moving forward, uh, we either give you another shot at the heavyweight, put you in bigger storylines. Like I definitely think this is an ang- this is this is a match that couldn't propel Ricochet, and I think that's what fans are missing because it's easy to look at that match and be like, "There's no way Brock is losing. This match is pointless." But I think for Ricochet, this match could be a whole lot bigger. Well, to be fair, we thought the same thing of like, oh, well, we really like The Fiend a lot. But there's no way that they're going to do a main title change at a Saudi show. And not only did they do a main title change, it wasn't like a transition. Like, it, it, it's on him. And that's that. Yeah. I mean, that's true, too. 
That's true too. Uh, I would say the fiend had a little bit more legs. Uh, ricochet chance, but I get where you're coming from. I yeah. get where you're coming. From. I mean it. I mean it more in like, you know, it would have been nothing for them to just do a a, a weird finish again. Yeah. 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 But uh, so the like, I I definitely get it, but I mean, there's a whole nother actual. Well, I don't want to say actual. It makes it, even though it's true, it diminishes value. There's a whole nother another uh, pay per view between Superstar Super Showdown and uh, and Mania. Yeah, there is. So I mean, like nothing says like if they're just like they absolutely like need Brock, uh, that they couldn't you know just kind of put it back, put it back uh, because like people like Ricochet. Oh yeah, no, hands down, people love. Ricochet. So it's it's more like uh, is WWE ready to once again agree that every once in a while the WWE universe knows more than they do? Probably not. They hate admitting that the fans got someone over and not that they got someone. Oh yeah, that's like one of their least favorite things to do is admit admit that they couldn't do it. Yeah. 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 Oh, eat. Let things be organic, you know, like Braun Strowman could have been. Hmm. Long, long story well, short, uh, nothing's happening in wrestling. We're all just kind of hoping. Although, like I said, or like I kind of mentioned, uh, Raw's been steadily on the up. So yeah. maybe this is a sign Raw, of things. Raw's to come. been on the up, and I know you can't watch it live, but I have been loving the Wednesday Night Wars. Um, AEW and NXT are my two favorite wrestling shows to watch. And anyway, you were talking about uh, the the Wednesday Night Wars. Um, yeah, I was saying that like those two things I think are some of or those two shows are some of my favorite shows in uh, going in wrestling right now. Uh, I actually think NXT may be kind of winning uh, because, and that's not to knock AEW, but it's just that. I think uh, NXT is a very strong women's roster, and they are doing a good job at like creating characters for each of them. Uh, with that, and also the fact that Undisputed Era and Keith Lee are just knocking it out of the park at being entertaining. Oh, I mean Keith Keith Lee, like there was so much hype when he showed up at the Rumble. Like it, it definitely makes sense uh, uh, that they're putting a, I, a lot of the eggs in the basket on Keith Lee. I, I know we're about to uh, wrap this all up, but I want to ask you one question. So with NXT now being its own brand, do you think that they are going to do quote-unquote call-ups anymore? Or do you think next year when they do the draft, NXT is just going to be part of the draft and they're going to send NXT people to Raw and SmackDown and send some Raw and SmackDown guys to NXT? Hmm, that's a good question because like, it could really go either way. See, I think it'd be interesting if they did, like I said, a, a, a shakeup. If there are guys that like can go, but have like nagging injuries, like I'm just going to make this up. Let's say uh, 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 Ziggler has a nagging injury, right? Yeah. Maybe send him to NXT. So now he has a less workload. Um, 
but yet he's still being used on TV. You can put him in storylines with some other people, and then you can send a Keith Lee to Raw or SmackDown or something, you know? Uh-huh. Um, just I, th- I think guys that are still popular enough to where you can get something out of them, and when I say get something out of them, I don't mean a good match, but I mean like fan support. Um, but either they're not doing that much, or like I said, nagging injuries, you can send them down there, lessens their workload, maybe makes them a little happier, and then you don't have to worry about the, oh, oh their contract's coming up in a day or two. They're leaving for AEW, you know? Uh, you can just send them to NXT, and then it's less of a workload. You're in Florida. You're just, just kind of hanging out. I would say just kind of, like, prevent burnout easier. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Now, I understand you're not going to send Roman Reigns to NXT, right? <laughs> That's just not going to happen. He's one of your top, top guys. You're not sending Seth Rollins. You're not sending Becky Lynch. But uh, a mid-card champion that kind of feels frustrated, that's like, well, we can send him back to NXT, that he's feeling burned out. We can kind of revitalize him, maybe even put the title on him. So now you can say, uh, you know, insert person as has been an NXT champion. Uh, yeah. Like even somebody like Ray. Ray's getting up there in age. Uh, you could send Ray to NXT. And he could like wrestle some of like the newer guys and stuff like that. And you could spin it as like, oh, this is a title Ray has never held, you know? And so when he's like going for that title. I don't uh, know. I kind of feel like Ray is getting to the point where like if he retires, like he'll retire. Like it won't be a, I'm going to go do something in, you know, here. Oh, I agree too. I'm just saying because he's probably somebody that would maybe need. Like, if, if he wants to still do this and not retire, but he wants a lighter workload, you could do an NXT thing with Ray. True. But, uh, okay. I was just, I was curious what you thought about that, because I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, they may just do a three-way draft this year. I mean, I'd be intrigued. Be I would, too. I, I, the key is, though, they're going to have to spend a lot of time before basically re-solidifying the fact that uh you know this is not like they're not uh what i'm trying to say nxt isn't like a uh a lesser brand you know what i mean oh, like, yeah for the no, longest... that's the reason i'm saying that i think that they're going to do a three-way uh draft is to try to make it like obvious well not obvious but you get trying to make it known that it's like no this brand is just as uh, important because I think they did that with Survivor Series and the Rumble, something like that. Yeah. Anywho, it's been an interesting podcast to say the least. Uh, got a, got a little bit of editing to do on it, but you know, aside from the uh, quite frequent, you know road delays and road jumps and various other things that we did uh, i think we uh, especially the first little topic that we had i think we discussed a lot and got a lot out there um you know not every not every episode is going to swing it out of the park with some grand revelation unless it's uh ron's weird backwards way of blowing our minds with just regular ron stuff can i uh, blow your mind one more time i'm concerned but go ahead okay so check this. Liv Morgan, Lana, never again. That would blow my mind if that happened. 
Because they're going to take that thing to Mania, maybe even SummerSlam. Although, to be fair, though, they did just reintroduce Ruby Riot, so like maybe they're done with that. See, I have a feeling they're going to do something where... See, I'm surprised they didn't just go straight into, oh, um, Lana uh, hired Ruby Riot to do that, you know? Because that's where I thought that was going. Now, Lana's the kind of person that would handle things herself, so... I guess. Hey, Lana. We all Giggity. And on that note... (laughs) On that note... By the way, well, the keep in mind. Lana handling herself. By the way, uh, dear people who listen to this podcast, uh, remember that this is opinions. This is all. Uh, we don't actually don't go and try and tweet at her that we hate her and try and start drama. Okay, just you cannot like a wrestler and call it a day. Yeah, um, it would be different if I was like, "Oh, I hate CJ Perry." Yeah. Then, then yeah, because I have nothing against her. I I hate the character. Unless you want to be like me uh, and and do snarky reply comebacks to her. Then all day do that. I was just about to say, you're telling people, don't do this. This is all just a fun and games. Um, to be fair. So, so, so you don't tweet at Zack Sabre? I've only tweeted yeah. at Zack Sabre Jr. the one time and then I'm done. From now, from this point forward, it's on site. It doesn't have to be on Twitter. Okay. By the way, Zach Saber Jr. is a piece of trash. Um, thank you for listening to our podcast, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a little bit more conclusive news to discuss. Or, you know, you know, we haven't had in a while. Uh, we haven't done title talk in a while. Let's bring that back. Uh, yeah, let's do a title talk. Let's do a title talk. Let's do the IC title. We did that last time. No, I thought let's we did US. We've done US, and we've done IC. That's right, we did do I see. Yes. Almost forgot. Okay. We've already done my favorite title. Ooh, what what's gonna be next? Let, let... 24-7 title. In the uh, strong history that is the twenty-four-seven title. Oh uh, man. I think we should just do the, the the WWE title, honestly. But uh Anyway, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us on all of our social medias because uh, you know if if you don't, then you don't know when when we're live and we you don't see all our really stupid, silly interactions with each other. Um, apparently, I, I know for a fact that uh, down where me and Jake live, we're getting some really bad uh, weather, so I'm sure that's affecting some of our connections. So on behalf of uh, ron and jake although ron Ron, i don't know but i mean it could just be a ron thing but on the fact on behalf of ron and jake uh and and i uh thank you all so much for listening we look forward to getting y'all next uh week for another episode of the quick pop podcast where apparently you definitely want to tune in because we're doing title talk uh until then take care